T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. David Cobb, of course, covers college football and basketball for CBS Sports. He's on Twitter at David W. Cobb. Okay, Cobb, choose your own adventure. Heisman or playoff? Uh, Heisman or playoff? Let's go Heisman. Boo. Okay, so this is my question. No one knows who's going to win. So, Cobb, you might be a better gauge because your your friends that you went to school with, they've got a guy that's in the race. And so uh, that, I imagine, creates more interest in the old group chats. But does this yeah. not feel like one of the most boring, like, Heisman quote-unquote races because it feels like, okay, everybody's just decided C.J. Stroud's going to win provided he beats Michigan, but, like, that just feels incredibly boring, and then I guess if he doesn't beat Michigan, are they going to give it to Hendon Hooker? Is Stetson, like, I don't know. This just feels like a very not exciting Heisman Trophy race. See, I would I would argue the opposite. I think it's been more wide open than we expected. I, I went into this season assuming C.J. Stroud was going to win the Heisman Trophy, but it's been far more adventurous getting there uh, than maybe anticipated. So I look at, at Blake Corum, and this is part of the reason I chose Heisman. I wanted to give Mark Sky a little bit of love here. Mm. The Michigan running back, I think, is one of the most uh, under-talked-about players in the country. I mean, that Michigan passing attack isn't much, but it doesn't have to be much because they hand the ball to Blake Corum, and, and he runs wild on literally everyone. I mean, the streak of 100 yards that he has right now is just ridiculous. And so you know, I look at a potential Heisman Trophy matchup there, Ohio State versus Michigan, if Blake Corum has a big day and Michigan wins, he's the, in the Heisman race. Um, or, you know what, I think Drake May still has a chance uh, to get in there as well. That's my like boy. North Carolina is a one-loss, mm-hmm. like, UNC, like, UNC is a one-loss ACC champion. Like, I think they've got, like, Drake May will have a shot at, as well. Yeah, I'm not, I don't have the world's uh, largest amount of respect for Phil Longo, his offensive coordinator, and Drake May winning in spite of Phil Longo. Like, it, it makes me love him even more, but every time I watch him play, I'm just like, God, this well, guy's good. Is, is Bryce Young really not going to get invited to All New right, York? buy or sell this, He's got to at least get invited to New York. Buy or sell this, Cobb. He's better this year than he was last year, and he it feels like he has no chance to win the Heisman. Yeah, no, you're right. He is he is as good or better than, than he was last year, Bryce Young. I mean, statistically, he's not going to be as good as he was last year. But in terms like the like the eye test and like putting a team on his back and making the clutch plays, like yeah, Bryce Young has arguably arguably been better in that way this year for Alabama than he was last year. But but I get it. Like his part of the Heisman Trophy is sure. it's, it's it's an individual award, but it's also a team award. And when you're the quarterback for a team that fails to reach expectations, whether it's fair or not, it's going to be held against you when it comes to 
deciding the individual award. So I'm okay with Bryce Young uh, not getting invited to New York. I think he's had a phenomenal season. Heck, if he got in the, in the mix, I wouldn't be mad about that. It's been great, but when Alabama loses two regular season games, some of the blame for that, right or not, is going to fall on the quarterback, and I think that's the situation we're dealing with. Yeah, and I guess that's kind of where, like, the, I, I'm i with you. Like, in, intellectually, I, I get the argument. If he's not playing against Tennessee, I think Tennessee might win that game by 30. And yeah. I think if he doesn't play against Ole Miss, they, I think Ole Miss wins that game. Like, he was... He was so good against Tennessee. He was so good last week. And honestly, like, he kept them in it in the LSU game where I thought LSU was like, okay, they're just going to end up winning it. And, like, is it really his fault that he wasn't on the field on the two-point play when LSU goes for it? Like, is it his fault that, I guess, I guess you could make the argument his worst throw of the year was missing the back out of the backfield in Knoxville on that, like, second down play. I think McClellan had, like, a had a bunch of room, but... I don't know. Like I just, yeah. I guess, I guess, if you are correct and it's wide open, I'll buy your argument. I'm just very fearful that like CJ Stroud's going to win this award, and I don't really even know if he's been that good this year. Well, let's not let's not like downplay CJ Stroud's performance though, because Ohio State has pretty much done. They've scored forty or more points in eight of their ten games. One of the games when they didn't was against Notre Dame in week one. You kind of go past week one. And then the other time they didn't, the, the weather was awful. They were playing Northwestern. So he's been really good. And it's been a revolving door for them at the skill positions. They've had a lot of injuries at the skill positions. It hasn't mattered at all. So C.J. Stroud has been awesome. If Ohio State's the undefeated Big Ten champion, I, I think he probably does deserve it. Yeah, I mean, like I'll, I'll, it's one of those ones where, like, Okay, I'll be fine with it. I'll get it. I, I don't really lose that much sleep over the Heisman. I've just found myself this year, it feels like even more so than other years, where I think the award has kind of lost its luster to me anyway. I don't know if that's just getting older or if that's now it feels like so much of the emphasis of the sports now put on the playoff. Like I just have found myself just not all that interested in the conversation. Yeah, fair enough. Well, you're right, though. My group chats are popping off, both with uh, Hinden Hooker takes and uh, college football playoff takes. Man, the, uh, the Tennessee folks are, uh, they're just, they're just, their antennas are up. They're, they're thinking they're going to get screwed here in the, in the CFP situation, and, and they've probably bid farewell to uh, Hinden Hooker's Heisman hopes at this point. Well, that's what I wanted to ask you, Cobb. We got the new college football playoff rankings last night. Top five remained unchanged. LSU's now up to number six. Did you see any hints, hear any hints of what the committee might do if LSU runs the table here and wins the SEC? What what because that feels like it is the I don't know if nightmare scenario is the right word, but the the scenario that is going to lead to some school feeling like it is and some school legitimately feeling like it is being left out of the college football playoff. Yeah. LSU still needs help. Uh, in my opinion, they're kind of like the Auburn team back in the BCS era that well, they were undefeated, right? And yes. They didn't get in. Uh, Two thousand four. You know, yeah, uh, back under under Tuberville back in the day. Um, this LSU team, they're going to need help. You know, uh, I get it, like a a two loss SEC champion. You would think would get in. You would think the champion would always get in. But my my whole deal with LSU is that week one has to count. Like we were trying to do this with Oregon too, until they picked up a second loss. We were trying to make excuses for why the week one result really didn't matter. And now we're doing the same thing with LSU. We can't forget this team lost to Florida State, and yeah, it was Brian Kelly's first game as the coach. 
But at the end of the day, if, if week one is nothing more than, than preseason or exhibition, you know, why are we playing it? So I, I think week one has to count for something, and LSU is going to need some help. I just don't see any scenario in which the committee can let LSU in over a one-loss Tennessee team that beat LSU head-to-head pretty, pretty soundly on LSU's home field. It's just a hurdle that I don't think that, that anyone can get past. So I don't think it's ultimately going to end up mattering because I, I see it as highly unlikely that LSU loses to Georgia in Atlanta in the SEC championship game. You mean you see it highly unlikely they win the game, correct? No, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Okay, yeah, yeah. There's no way. I mean, LSU is not going to beat Georgia in the SEC championship game. It's no, just, I think Georgia's going to be a two-touchdown I'm with Cobb here. Because but does George, is Georgia going to look at it as – I mean, will will the pride of an SEC championship drive them, or will they, they look at it, it last as, year? Yeah, or will they look at it? At, okay, so you think maybe that's what that's didn't what Kirby it, can sell? Didn't win it last year. It's like they're in. If they get to the SEC championship game undefeated, they're in no matter what. Because it's the it's one of Spurrier's late stage Spurrier's greatest quips. Uh, hard to win the SEC. <laughs> hard to win the SEC. You can win national championship, not win the SEC. Ask Nick. <laughs> he, he did it in 2012. No, we're. Cobb, see if you buy this. I almost think LSU's path is the SEC getting three teams in, which I don't think is going to happen because we do have somewhat of a precedent for this. Penn State in 2016 was 11-2. and They beat Ohio State, and they won the Big Ten. Their two losses got held against them. And it's not only just is the are the two losses going to get held against them, the team that's directly in front of them, Got to play them at home and got beat by thirty. Like I, I just, I find it, I have, I find it really, really difficult to believe that that's just going to get overlooked. Yeah. Well, the three SEC team thing is interesting. Reese Davis was dancing around that so hard last night, trying not to bring it up. All he would say is that I don't think LSU can get in over Tennessee. He didn't say that that both of them can't get in though, and that is still a possibility. Because TCU, I still think, is going to pick up a loss. Now, I would submit that even a one-loss Big 12 champion TCU would be more deserving than a two-loss SEC champion LSU. Uh, But in theory, at least, if TCU loses a game, maybe in the Big 12 championship game, and and the loser of Ohio State-Michigan kind of drops out of the picture a little bit, then it is possible that LSU could get in there. Because the way we're, we're kind of valuing USC's resume right now, they're below LSU. So even if USC were to run the table and win the Pac-12 championship game, you're not wrong, Jeffrey. Like, there is still a scenario here where three SEC teams get in the playoff. In fact, it, it looks more likely this week than it did last. Yeah, I think I've talked myself into that's what I'm rooting for. No. No, here's why. It's not as an SEC homer. <laughs> Guys, y'all are missing y'all, – y'all are so short-sighted. You know, and ironically, I'm the shortest guy here. But the fastest way – to get all this playoff conversation yeah, going, let true. the SEC get three teams in, and all of a sudden, they're they're just the committee get, wouldn't do all it. of a sudden. You know, listen, it takes we know it takes months and maybe even years of preparation to get this twelve team playoff on off the ground. I think I think the fastest way to the twelve team playoff is get the three SEC teams in. Hey, let's do it. The, the sooner the better, as far as I'm concerned. I'd love to see LSU in the playoff. Don't think they deserve to be in over Tennessee though. I'd love to see Oregon. Uh, Let, let's do the, the math real quick. So, okay, I think it means Ohio State has to beat Michigan, correct? Because I think one loss, I think one loss Ohio State looks better than one loss Michigan for strength of schedule. Are we in agreement? Yes. Okay, yes. so Ohio State has to win the Big Ten 
and beat Michigan. TCU, I think they stated very clearly last night, as soon as they lose, like they can't wait to get them out of there. Yeah. Like they are just, they're just, just ready for that loss. Just be like, all right, down to number eleven, put put them back there. <laughs> it feels like the Pac-12 needs USC to just lose, it, or not the Pac-12, but USC has to lose. And I think the Pac-12's done. Are we in agreement there? Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's it, right? Then you get, and then you got yeah, three SEC teams. But you got to have LSU be right. LSU has uh, to win Georgia. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I still think it, it's it's difficult. So, I mean, may, maybe USC, like if you're USC, like you do still have a chance. They were calling it a, a 9 or 10% chance for USC last night, and I'm thinking, uh, I think it's a little better than that because like they've got a, a resume builder uh, the next two weeks. I mean, they play UCLA this week, they get Notre Dame the week after that, then they're going to play another good team in the Kyle 12 championship game. So, so USC actually does uh, still have a chance in this thing. Alright, real quick, let's switch to the, the hardwood. Champions Classic last night. By the way, I'm out on the Champions Classic in Indy. Doesn't feel like a Champions Classic. Like, that's gotta be... What, and they do it in Indy? It's like any, next year it's in at United Center, I believe. Yeah, but there's a big drop-off between... Like, Where do you it needs want to it? Be like the, Brooklyn? Or it needs to be the, gar- like the Garden. Garden? I don't think it's ever at the Garden, is it? It has been. Oh, it has been? I think yeah. it rotates. Yeah, you're right. It rotates it between in Vegas? sites. No, no. CBS Sports Classic, Cobbs, right? That's the one in Vegas? Yes. Shoot, I, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> I think it is. No, I think it rotates between four sites. I don't know exactly what the four, three sites. Maybe it's, Stud feels big in Indy. <laughs> well, it's the home of basket, home well, of the NCAA. Just ask them. Um what stood out to you in those two games? Obviously, Michigan State beats Kentucky in double overtime, and John Shire loses his first big game as Duke One coach. One step closer to getting Coach K back. To Kansas without <laughs> Bill Self. Uh, what stood out to you? Yeah, I mean, I think the thing that impressed me the most from those two games, well, one, I mean, Oscar was a beast when he came back. I think the reason Michigan State won that game is because Oscar fouled out. But but from the second game, Duke-Kansas, the, the size and versatility – of Kansas's wings is really impressive because obviously they lose Christian Brown and Ochai Baji, uh, two NBA draft picks, like really dynamic players on the wing who are the stars of their national title run. Uh, but man, uh, Grady Dick and Kevin McCuller now teaming up with Jalen Wilson, who's the leading returning scorer. Like that trio is going to be really difficult for opponents to match up with, and uh, with you know uh, that Kansas team is farther along considering how much they lost, and like, I think you could reasonably expect at this point. So, I mean, I there were some encouraging signs for Duke. I'm not really worried about Duke at all. They're so heavily reliant on freshmen. They looked like you know, deer in the headlights in the first half. They're going to get it together. Uh, but, man, Kansas, Kansas just being like rock solid on the wing with, with three really dynamic playmakers on the perimeter I think is going to help them go a long way again. It's good to see Calipari back with like this unbelievable recruiting class four of the top ten guys in the country coming next year and losing games that Kentucky fans are pissed about. It's good It's good that things are back to normal. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.